Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 261, and today we'll be talking about our hopes for the next season of Steven Universe. I'm GC13. And I'm David. So we, we know more Steven Universe is coming, but we know not what form it will take. The Crewniverse has promised that it's going to be a significant change to the show, which I'm wondering how significant they mean. Is it a structural foundation change? Will the show not be from Steven's perspective? Is it more obvious in what the change will be? Like just the fact that we're two years in the future now and some of the changes that we saw implemented in the movie would take place in season six? Does it take place in the in-between time? In which case I wouldn't really be sure how that would be that much different from the show we've known before. I'm very intrigued by that promise of change that they've given us, hinted at. I do think that it's going to not take place from Steven's perspective anymore for a a multitude of reasons. There's kind of some drama going on with Zack that, you know, A, I don't understand, and B, if I did understand it, I wouldn't want to talk much about it anyway. But he might not be recording so much for Steven Universe. And plus, we have such a huge cast of potential characters right now, it would be really, really limiting to say that, okay, every single episode has to involve this person interacting significantly with Steven. That and we kind of have Steven's story wrapped up. And while you could say that about the other Crystal Gems too, I'm much more interested at this point in all of the new gems that now exist because they've been uncorrupted. And of course, I've always cared about the past of of the gems. There's so much rich territory there. And I feel like seeing Steven deal with just more threats in this future doesn't feel like that new territory that the Crewniverse is talking about. I mean, especially now that we've seen this story with Spinell from the movie, I don't think we can have a fourth character in this show that is just someone burned from Rose's past that Steven has to deal with. And really, the only reasonable path that makes sense for another gem threat is just a group of people who don't like the change from... what the diamonds are doing and i don't really think that's the direction the show cares about going either because i don't think they want to break that aspect of the happily ever after yeah they don't want to portray changing from being mean to being nice as a bad thing as as much as i kind of wished that that's what spinel was there for i like i said last week i do think that they gave us something really good and as for yet another person wanting vengeance on Pink Diamond, I, they were lampshading how ridiculous this was getting back in the movie. I don't think they have any intention of dragging this out yet again. One thing I do wonder about that I loved from all of our the whole old show is I loved Rose's and Pink's character, and especially after the movie where people are especially crapping on on Rose for being a a real jerk even though it was the farthest back in time we've ever seen Rose, and so it makes sense that her behavior is very uh, bad (laughs) compared to her later development. She's she's trying to mimic her sisters. What do you you want from her? What do you expect? But I I want to see more of her. I I know we've kind of seen now basically the earliest point of her story and, 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 and the latest part of her, and I know Steven... Steven's inner gem component told me and every other fan that she's gone... 
But, uh, you know, she never got a song better than a, a few lines in, <laughs> in Greg's song. And, and she, the, the voice actress for Rose has like the best Disney song that's ever existed. So <laughs> they, they, I still want to see that utilized. And I feel like that character now has some interesting development or in between that would be useful to see after her, her last impression being really bad. You know, as I would be kind of interested to see Pink Diamond back in the old days in Era 1, but you know who I'd be really interested to see in Era 1? I want to see White Diamond, because we know that she was just very distant during Era 2, but you know they made it sound like she was just one of the gang back in Era 1, kind of like she's been in Era 3. I want to see her back when she's, you know, the evil empress, but still part of the Diamond Club, you know? Absolutely. The Diamond Days arc gave us a ton of material for the show to basically need to cover. So many hints at what the Diamond family was like before that doesn't make sense with how we saw them now. White's obsession with perfection and her control, apparently, of not just all of Gemkind, but of even her family. Obviously, Pink Pearl is just a giant question mark in there somewhere. That doesn't make any sense. And of course, even if we don't need to know about gem origins, the fact that Pink was younger the whole time definitely feels like it's not just placed there as as a fun little incident, but like it's, it's important to the story. The story of the diamonds of white and the fact that Rebecca Sugar hinted that she is in the process of creating pearls, all that means something. And that something has nothing to do with Steven. <laughs> that could very well be, again, I talked about it during our discussion of Change Your Mind, but that could very well be, you know, White Diamond is projecting, you know, things that, oh, you hang out with these lesser gems because you need someone to feel superior to. Maybe that's what blue and yellow were for White, and that's what pink was for them, someone to feel superior to. Well, that was directly alluded to in the movie because she even refers to blue and yellow as components of her that she that she's better than them, essentially. And in she uses their not the movie. Right. She talks about their imperfections. No, of course in the movie they're all just sappy and <laughs> silly, which I, I can't imagine if there's anything you know, we just talked about all the things we want to see in the past for these diamonds. If we got to see them in the future, I really I don't know how with the way Steven Universe works, this would be explored. And I know that everything shouldn't be over-explained in a cartoon, but we really needed... I really wanted to see the growth of the diamonds happen faster than instantaneously because it happened during episodes that I yeah. never got to see because they weren't created. <laughs> like, yeah. there's a missing lesson in the radical empathy and love of Steven Universe where also the other person needs to grow <laughs> in order for your loving them to work sometimes. And like that, the diamond's evilness, I mean, the cluster and the cluster experiments and fusion experiments were very, very evil. Garnet's anguish in keeping it together was horrifying. The way that the diamonds used to shatter gems and then fuse pieces of them together is terrible. They can't just go play with Spinel now. We need to understand how Steven came to accept them more. Obviously, there were hints at the beginning of the movie that Steven was still annoyed by them generally and uh, saw their progress as necessary and he didn't laud them too much. He's like, great, keep it up, bye. Um, so, yeah, we, we need to see more of that. But, yeah, I mean, I, I hope to see lots of little homeworld 
in season six. Uh, we, like I said, we have a ready-made location. Like if they don't plan on going there again and again and again, then I don't even know what it was even in the movie for. Why put it there unless we're going to be there in season six? Absolutely. I mean, its placement in the movie is there one because it kind of has to be because there has to be some explanation to what happened all then Corrupted Gems. But then because it was basically completely unutilized, it's got to be a a major plot point for the future, right? It's going to introduce so many new... (laughs) Since when does the show just say, oh, now we have hundreds of characters introduced to the show all at one time? How do you even handle that? (laughs) They could barely handle adding Lapis and Peridot to the crew without just shoving them into the barn. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they handle introducing new characters and their unique stories, which... Kind of like how we got Lapis, and a lot of people were very interested to see her shed light on what Homeworld was like before, and she ultimately never really worked that way. Yeah. The Uncorrupted Gems have a huge potential to give us an idea of that, although it would have been better if we'd seen them two years prior to the movie, because their experience would be a little more fresh, they'd be a little more shocked to living on Earth and all the things that were changing. But, you know, maybe even after two years, which is a pretty short time for a gem, they're still having uh, growing pains and, you know, want to share stories of the past and reminisce. Well, uh, again, I'm I'm still hoping for a a nice few seasons that are just no big story arcs, just, you know, hanging out with and going on adventures with friends. I think too many, or at least I get this feeling, like cartoons that delve into story arcs you know, they go from episodic adventures to story arcs, don't really like going back. And Steven Universe, like, did go back. Like, they did the whole Summer of Steven. So I'm hoping they go back to the episodic adventures again. Yeah, Steven Universe has had a much different journey than, like, Adventure Time with dealing with the fact that it both wants to have fun, episodic content and, like, serialized storytelling. It would be neat to go back to the vibe that I know a lot of fans, including myself, loved, which was that season one, just messing around vibe. But it's not going to be able to achieve the same feeling with having that underlying hint of lore anymore, you know? Even even if they tried to repeat it with learning about the diamonds and the gems, I I feel like I've already seen too much of that. It, it wouldn't have the same impact. Environmental storytelling, like they were doing in season one, is just something I don't think the show has, unless... They, like, take us to a new planet. Like, if they were to, for instance, if they were to take us to a new planet and say, okay, because of reasons that are explained early in the season, we're going to settle here. And, like, my instant suspicion would be, okay, what does this planet have to do with the creation of the gems? And then I would be, I would be watching the background again. And it would be, like, season one again. And they could drip feed us information about this civilization. You know, maybe it's, maybe, maybe it turns out to be some other civilization, but they could do that if they wanted it would just be kind of contrived i think yeah and i mean but there is a balance that i want where how do you how do you show and not tell steven universe basically always chooses telling over showing except for the environmental storytelling that it used to do and yet there's so many pieces that were set up by environmental storytelling that i'm still waiting to see paid off like the fusion statue at the you know uh, oh, base grief, of yes. homeworld that has cost you know me so many sleepless nights <laughs> they established that back in season one with pearl's image of the lunar sea spire and then they reminded us of it again in season five 
Like, like what? Was Cross Gem Fusion banned because one time Pink Diamond fused with somebody and that she got so excited that she shattered Homeworld and then they hit her with the Rejuvenator <laughs> and just said, okay, no Cross Gem Fusion? Like, is that Man. the story? Whoa, you just, you just blew my mind bringing the Regenerator, Rejuvenator into the idea of Pink Diamond being a young gem. If all the diamonds did at one point come into existence simultaneously, but Pink was younger because of a rejuvenator being used on her, that's insane. But also... (laughs) I don't think gems grow as characters like that. Like, look look at what Peridot and Lapis have done in their time on Earth. They haven't, like, grown. They haven't gotten older. They've gone in different directions, but they're still... Actually, Peridot feels like she's gotten younger because she's taken more nerdy, eccentric interests. But it's it's not like they're, you know, gaining maturity. They're just free to explore who they are and find that they're a different person. True. So I don't think it works like that. Well, it is suggested that gems don't really grow in, in a pre-Steven era, but they do at least have memories and build on those. So I guess, though... You know, like, since Pink, it was only her first colony, if she had gained them before, (laughs) and there was some problem that the Diamonds had with her, or that White had with her specifically, they could have, they could have rejuvenated her, but thinking back on what we know about the fact that the Diamonds were supposed to be this happy family, that theory probably wouldn't make that much sense. But yeah. on the same uh, on the same line of things you were talking about with the fact that Homeworld is, you know, kind of destroyed looking, which a lot of people brought parallels to that and and white <laughs> kind of <laughs> dismissing the appearance of Earth post injector explosion. There's been since like at least Peridot talking about resources on Homeworld, but even earlier than that, I feel a, a, a hint of I mean, I basically probably since the cluster arc, the idea that something is going on that has been a problem for the gems and that was never dealt with after even after this two-year jump where supposedly everything's hunky-dory yeah the the longer the series has gone on the more and more i've moved away from the idea that homeworld is at some kind of eternal war like, you know, at first it's like, oh, what? Like, why haven't they come to take back Earth with more than a single soldier, you know? And then, oh, why do they need so many geoweapons? Like, they have so many that, oh, one more is not going to change anything. And now it's like, apparently they just don't care and they just do this because they do it. It's like they're self-replicating probes out there, you know, readying the universe for colonization by a master species that's, you know, long since extinct, but since they're computers, they're just doing what they're programmed to do, which is go out and colonize and then get ready and go do the next planet. And like, that would be really interesting, except that I feel like the gems are, (laughs) they're not obvious, they weren't really that free thinking before, right? But they seem intelligent enough, or at least the leaders do, that I feel like they wouldn't just be, like in the example of those robots, they'd be a little more mindless in carrying out those tasks. Whereas I feel like Yellow, as she conquered planets, she was like overcoming something, right? Like we saw Stevani fight an alien out on a jungle moon, but there's got to be bigger threats out there that require all these armies or else they wouldn't be making them all. And I don't know if it's one big bad, but like, especially in the case of the cluster, we never had answered for us why the diamonds came at that time to suddenly 
get the cluster. Like, yeah, they knew Steven was, you know, on Homeworld, but they didn't really know he ever left Homeworld, and they wouldn't have any reason to, like, come back to Earth and specifically be trying to make the cluster emerge. Except, maybe they're angry? Well, it's just that the cluster was overdue at that point, and they're like, come on, I want it now. I, I want this to be done. Probably they did get really upset after the trial, and then eventually they just decided, okay, let's go, let's go get this cluster. But... I think, I'm pretty sure that, like, word of the Crewniverse is that humans are the first sapient species that the gems have encountered, which, again, <laughs> just like what you said, I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not sure if I buy that. I, I feel like that's a little bit of a retcon, but it, they have room for that to have always been the plan, but, like, you, you still feel like you wouldn't have had lines like, it's an invasion, or, you know, conquering, other, the gems use very militaristic language, and to, for there to never have been an organized enemy, for them to have fought, like, like in, in episode five of the first season in Frybo, they're talking about how the gems, you know, had the gem shard soldiers, and, you know, like, what were they there to fight? Literally nothing? Uh, just, you know, gems doing what they do because they're gems? Yeah, I mean, that's the perfect example, because Pearl is talking about a pre-war on earth time like the fact that they were using shattered gems to do that but uh, at the same time Frybo was kind of in itself uh, maybe a little uncannon in its treatment of the shards because they basically rebooted the shards in secret team <laughs> and kind of re-explained their purpose like the way that shards work and even look in Frybo basically changes for, for secret team they could have been shards of a specific kind of gem or they could have been shards that have been specially prepared like they have they have room to explain that discontinuity way if they want yeah i just mean that we never see shards used to power things again and even though we see gems obviously used to power things uh i don't know if they Unlike other things that they had planned out the whole time, I don't know if they had that exact vision for shards or not. Although, maybe they did because it seemed like a weird concept to come up with without already having the idea of shattering and broken consciousness and probably a desire for the cluster, which the art book still has me crying over not getting to see the cluster emerge, and how could that not be part of the future of the series? Yeah, that was some that was some nice concept art. That that would be really cool. An episode where the cluster leaves the earth somehow, like without ripping it apart. But everything oh. just feels so resolved now. Like, where is all that tension? I feel like it's so hard for Steven Universe to have any tension in season six when we have what seem to be the most powerful beings on in the universe on the side of Steven. Like when Who you have tension? literal gods. Well, you don't, except to make you want to keep watching for a story to unvelop. Do you watch Mau Mau Heroes of Pure Heart? There, There is no tension running through that all. You just watch it because you love Mau Mau and you love the hijinks he gets into. And that's true, but it's not Steven Universe. So the thing is, I already have an established relationship with these characters and these concepts. And so it's weird for that to radically change. And maybe I need to learn a lesson about change from the movie. But I, I don't think shows have done this successfully before. I've said this before, and I've said it again. I was all in on Steven Universe back in season one, even before Mirror Gem and Ocean Gem. So back when it was, you know, nothing but the little episodic adventures where the closest thing to tension was the whole, oh, you know, what, what happened 
on Earth, you know, before the series started, uh, where it was more of a mystery rather than a... a, t- a t- not, no tension was required back then, so... You settle down, young man. You'll enjoy your episodic <laughs> adventures. But I think that, like... And this is me pointing to Ian JQ here and saying that he's really good. But, you know, he was involved in the first two seasons of Steven Universe. And I think it shows when you look at OKKO. Because I think OKKO carried out this concept better (laughs) than, than Steven Universe managed to do as far as... If we were talking about the fourth season of OKKO, that's not going to come out. And I'm very sad about. I wouldn't have to wonder about how dramatic the story is going to be. Because... The show is set up to be as silly as it wants to be for as long as it wants to be. And then when it does want to play out character and story moments, it's not just about unraveling some deep lore. It's always just about continually supporting and growing characters we care about. And I guess you could do that in in season six of Steven Universe. We do have a lot of characters to care about now. I mean, maybe we maybe that is what we need. I really need Lapis to be flushed out in a meaningful way. I really need Peridot to get to use the character development that she got. And didn't lose. Yeah, she didn't lose it, but we also never really got to see her use it with the main cast after she finished up developing in the barn arc. Like, she was whisked away into the barn with Lapis, and we never got to see her interactions, (laughs) for the most part, with Pearl, Amethyst, or Garnet. And I think that having her and Lapis and even Bismuth on the team would be pretty meaningful which will be hard to balance if they have a bunch more gems too. But maybe there is the opportunity for a lot more, well, and it's funny because the supposedly Steven Universe is this, but to be a more character-driven show, to go back to exploring that more, and maybe the backdrop can be then understanding the history of the gems, but there doesn't have to be this secondary big bad waiting out there and some fear happening everything can just be about kind of what steven universe was about before kind of unraveling the past a little bit and really digging into what it means to be a family and how to show love i'd be all about it whatever whatever form season six takes or whatever form, whatever is next for the franchise hopefully they hopefully they put little homeworld and all of those gems to good use they have so much potential there Anyway, guys, join us next week. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm David. Don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or like on YouTube. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.